Discussing pro wrestling with industry insiders, past, present, and future. This is the Wrestling News Blog official podcast. We want to take a look at the wrestling landscape outside of the WWE. And there's a lot of things going on with a lot of different uh, promotions and it's just uh, an exciting time in the wrestling business right now. We look at what's going on with All Elite Wrestling, and we're going to talk about that in a second. But there's a lot more going on th- than just that. And, of course, Ring of Honor has their uh, big G1 Supercard coming up. Uh, the Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling will be taking over Madison Square Garden. Did you hear that? Madison Square Garden. I mean, they're they're going right into where the WWE has built itself right there in in the garden. The history there uh, goes way back, and it is a big deal for them to go into enemy territory, so to speak. You think back um, to the Monday Night Wars and, and going into... Uh, battle with somebody else. And I'm not saying that Ring of Honor or New Japan are are going into battle with WWE, so to speak. But again, I've repeated this several times right here in the first minute. Uh, It is a big deal going into Madison Square Garden. Uh, Several title matches that have been announced already for the match. And, And I'll just go through a few. Jay White versus Okada. Lethal versus Skrull versus Tavin, uh, Neato and Ubishi, Osprey and Cobb. Uh, just it goes on and on. And it, it if you've watched any of the big pay-per-views with Ring of Honor in New Japan, you know that the wrestling is it. It's amazing. <laughs> they um, they put on a show that uh, keeps you glued to the. Uh, action and so we've got one aspect of what's going on there um, outside of the WWE we mentioned AEW you know there's not hardly a day that goes by that you don't see some announcement being made some trademark being applied for and right now they're they're working on the television deal and you know there's there's no deal in place, but things are going smooth, and uh, nothing has fallen apart on that. Uh, Cody made some uh, comments uh, and said, he said this, I can't talk about it, but I know that I was quoted as saying, not by you guys, that a TV deal was not important. And I think that in the context I was speaking, I was talking about how important social media and do-it-yourself brands are compared to traditional TV media, Rhodes explained. But I also, let's be serious, major TV is a huge thing, and it would be a massive shift in the pro wrestling industry. There you go, uh, talking about the wrestling landscape outside of WWE, and here we're talking all elite wrestling with a major TV deal. And... Wow, where are we going? Let's look at another one. That being MLW. And 
the story that came out this week that the MLW CEO discussing that MLW talent can work anywhere but WWE. So they're going to be allowing their talent to mingle in with, with other promotions, you know, and, and you're seeing this kind of uh, agreements more and more uh, in the wrestling business, you know, the, the locking down into one, um, you know, that's kind of a, a WWE thing and the other promotions see that this is a good way of doing business and excited about what can go on from there. Uh, let's read what he said. Uh, we signed MJF and Lucha Brothers. We've had these guys for a while, so there's a mutual coolness there. Bauer said, there's not a problem. We don't block anyone from working anywhere. We only have one company where there's prohibited working for, which is WWE. By doing that, if they end up on national TV somewhere, that's great exposure. Now people are familiar with you elsewhere and also here. You see how that works out. And uh, I think that's an exciting thing for the wrestling business. Uh, We've, we've kind of neglected Impact Wrestling. And many people might say, well, the product ain't up to snuff or, or whatever you might say in a negative. But let's look at it this way. They just keep on keeping on. They, they're like the, the Thomas, the, train, the little engine that could. I think I can. I think I can. And they just keep on plugging away. You know, they signed a, a partnership with Ohio Valley Wrestling, and we'll talk about that in the news segment. But, uh, you know, there is a lot of really, really good wrestling going on, and I think it's good for the industry. People being wrestlers get opportunities to build their careers. And, you know, we're not always talking making the mag massive contract amount of money, but building their careers and doing what they love. Doing what they love with the dream to continue on. This week in wrestling news, Beth Phoenix is coming out of retirement to participate in a match at WrestleMania. She's going to team up with Natalia. They're still working out exactly how that's going to work, but it's great to see Beth Phoenix coming out of retirement. AEW, they have asked fans to submit audition videos for a new character, the librarian. They say, do you want to be part of AEW? Are you a librarian-esque? If so, an opportunity awaits. They would like 60-second uh, videos with, with the hashtag the librarian in order to apply to be in AEW. On a side note, a friend of mine, Lightning Tim Lutz, well, the record holder, the record breaker, uh, whatever you want to call him, uh, I seen where he put in a video, and it, it's a good one as well. AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, friend of the podcast. We've interviewed AJ on here in our past versions of the podcast, and he signed a new WWE contract. 
It was interesting the way he did it. He had a uh, post on Twitter, a picture of a new puppy, and said, this is the newest member of my family. Also, I've signed a new contract with the WWE. What a cute little guy. Interesting how he snuck that in there. He's getting ready to face Randy Orton in WrestleMania 35, and we're proud that AJ is able to continue on uh, with what he's doing in WWE and earning a great living for his family. In, in some sad news, uh, legendary pro wrestler Willis Roger Kirby passed away this past week at age 79. Uh, Kirby leaves behind a wife, Lila, seven children, several grandchildren, uh, spent nearly 30 years performing in professional wrestling, having debuted in 1960. Uh, he wrestled throughout the world, but a huge portion was in the South, in the NWA. He also wrestled in the Memphis Wrestling Territory and had some big matches there. Our heart goes out to the, to the family as they mourn the loss of Roger Kirby. The Four Horsemen are in the news. Of course, Arn Anderson has been in the news uh, more recently, but the Four Horsemen to reunite on WrestleMania weekend at WrestleCon. A rare reunion of the Four Horsemen has been announced during WrestleMania 35 weekend in New York City. There will be photo ops with two combinations of the Horsemen. The 1987 version, Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Lex Luger, Tully Blanchard, J.J. Dillon. Or the 88 version, Flair, Anderson, Blanchard, Dillon, and Barry Windham. The 88 version is the group that was inducted into the 2012 WWE Hall of Fame class. Awesome to see the Horsemen going to be together. WWE has reached a deal that they're moving their global headquarters to new to a new office building and they're going to be selling Titan Towers. Wow, a piece of wrestling history. WWE announced that they're moving their company headquarters to Stamford, in Stamford, Connecticut, to a new office complex in the same city and the plan is to sell their current office space famously known as Titan Towers. Wow, life just goes on and new things happen all the time. Jim Ross, we, we touched on this last week. He confirms he's in talks with AEW. Just weeks after announcing he'd soon be parting ways with WWE, wrestling legend Jim Ross has confirmed he's in talks with All Elite Wrestling. Quote from JR, we're talking, we're talking. I just haven't signed anything yet, JR said during an interview on Thursday's ESPN's Outside the Lines. My people and their people are doing their thing. JR, of course, leaving WWE at the end of the month and will be a free agent, but it looks like not a free agent for very long. The Young Bucks win the AAA Tag Titles after a surprise match against the Lucha Brothers. Uh, Double or Nothing is still a few months away, but the Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers went down anyway Saturday night and ended with new tag champions in AAA. Matt and Nick Jam Jackson made a surprise appearance following the main event, which saw Pentagon Jr. and Felix capture the tag titles, and an impromptu match began. In a shocking occurrence, the Young Bucks defeated their Lucha brothers to become the AAA World Tag Team Champions after hitting the Meltzer Driver. Side note, the Bucks are the first team in history to have won the AAA, IWGP, ROH, and PWG Tag Team Championships. There's a video of the match uh, up at WrestlingNewsBlog.com. WWE Hall of Famer Bullet Bob Armstrong wrestled what was billed as his final match. WWE Hall of Famer Bo Bullet Bob Armstrong apparently wrestled his final match Saturday night in Pensacola, Florida. At 79, this will be Armstrong's 59th year as a professional wrestler. 59 years. 
He started wrestling before I was born. Members of Bob's family were present present at the show, including his son and soon-to-be Hall of Famer Brian Road Dogs B.G. James, who was introduced who introduced him to the ring. Get this: one of Armstrong's great granddaughters was also in attendance. Awesome! Uh, the Armstrong name is synonymous with professional wrestling, and, and just excited that uh, Bullet Bob is able to go out on a high note like that. Finally, we mentioned in another segment about uh, the Ohio Valley Wrestling OVW will once again serve as Impact's development territory. Uh, Impact Wrestling has reestablished its partnership with Ohio Valley Wrestling and will look to the company for their stars of the future. Uh, In a press release, Impact announced that it has re-entered into an agreement with Louisville-based Ohio Valley Wrestling to serve as an official development and training territory for Impact. And so happy for so happy for Al Snow. That's where I'm trying to go with that, with Al Snow and his group that he bought there in OVW. That's this week in Wrestling News. This week's Wrestling Throwback segment takes us back to a feud in Memphis that, wow, one of the biggest feuds in the history of Memphis wrestling. It started as partners, and that's one of the things about Memphis wrestling. One period of time, people are partners. The next period of time, they're beating the snot out of each other. But this one in particular, Jerry Lawler and the universal heartthrob Austin Idol. Austin is going to be the focus of the feature today. Austin is one of the most flamboyant wrestlers of all time. He is got a resume that, uh, wow, Let, let's just look at, at some of the accomplishments in Austin Idol's career. He was in all Japan pro wrestling and was a tag team champion with Stan Hansen. In CWA, he held the heavyweight championship three times. He was a tag champion with Jerry Lawler. He was the international heavyweight champion four times. He was in Georgia Championship Wrestling, where he was the NWA Georgia heavyweight champion, the Georgia tag team champion, the Georgia television champion twice. He, he was in in pro wrestling illustrated as the most inspirational wrestler of the year in 75. Uh, He was ranked number 193 out of the 500 best singles wrestler in the PWA in 2003. He was in the Southern Championship Wrestling. He was in Texas All-Star Wrestling and held a championship there. World Championship Wrestling in Australia held a title there with Jimmy Golden. He was the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Feud of the Year 1987 with Tommy Rich and Jerry Lawler, and he is the one and only, the international heartthrob. Oh, I messed it up again. The universal heartthrob. Sorry, Austin. Uh, The universal heartthrob, Austin Idol. Now, as I started watching on this uh, segment of tapes that uh, my good buddy and cousin and uh, partner here on the 
Wrestling News Blog official podcast along with Trevor Decker. Uh, John Bass sent me uh, these videos, and I know John is, you know, he, he's an expert on Memphis wrestling. Uh, started out with a, a video of Austin Idol teaming with Jerry Lawler, and the match was against the Road Warriors. 1984 in the Mid-South Coliseum. Um, in this one, uh, the fans love both, uh, but uh, Lawler and Idol were the baby faces. Uh, the Road Warriors were more of the heels. The match starts out kind of slow, but boy, the last half, they just go crazy. Uh, both teams end up getting disqualified. The locker rooms have to... Uh, empty to get them apart. It, it was just classic Memphis wrestling. And it was, I mean, they were using mic stands and, and co uh, cables, you know, and, and all kind of stuff against each other. And it was, <laughs> man, this is a good old stuff that I'm watching uh, as I get ready for, for this segment. But then it goes down to a, well, I wanted to say something real quick. There's something that caught my attention as I was watching um, the, these old and it is through this segment, through the first month of the podcast here, um, time limits and the times of the match were a big deal. A lot of times uh, you would hear one fall, 60-minute time limit. And, and throughout the match, you would hear uh, the ring announcer announce how many minutes were gone, how many minutes were left. You know, 20 minutes into the match, 40 minutes left. And, you know, you don't hear that kind of stuff anymore, and you don't see uh, any matches going, well, for sure no hour-long ma matches in, in today's way of doing wrestling. But uh, we move from being partners with Jerry Lawler to a, a feud that builds up. I seen a, a video that basically walked the feud all the way through. It's a Memphis Wrestling Video Vault uh, titled Law Jerry Lawler versus Austin Idol, the hair match that shocked Memphis. Uh, it, it takes you from the beginning. They, they've They've spliced together numerous videos uh, and walked through this feud. Started with Tommy Rich and Jerry Lawler, and they have a pretty good feud going. And then Austin Idol comes in, and they um, they team up. They being Rich and Idol, and they're uh, a thorn for for Lawler. Lawler actually brings in Bam Bam Bigelow to be his partner for a while. And then it continues, and it gets down to where it is a, it, well, it's one of the greatest stories in, in Memphis wrestling history. Uh, Lawler versus Idol, a packed house, uh, 8,500 fans or so. Uh, it's a hair versus hair match, and uh, Austin Idol sweetened the pie by offering to refund the fans' admittance fee if he lost the match. And he put up $50,000 to cover the refund. Uh, 
here were the stipulations. If Idol wins, Lawler loses the Southern Heavyweight title and gets his head shaved. If Lawler wins, Austin gets his head shaved and the refund is given to the entire house. Again, 8500 If you go and you watch the match, you know, just go to YouTube, uh, put in Lawler versus Idol, and you'll find it. But I wanted to... Let me get back. Uh, I wanted to go through the list here of when you put in Lawler versus Idol. Listen to these. Lawler versus Idol hair match. Lawler versus Idol hair steel cage match. Lawler Dundee versus Idol and Rich in a scaffold match. Lawler versus Idol again. Road Warriors versus Lawler and Idol. Uh, Austin Idol, Jerry Lawler teaming against the fabulous Freebirds. Austin Idol versus Jerry Lawler, the famous final scene. I mean, listen to that. You can go here and you can watch this stuff. You can spend a whole afternoon watching this awesome old wrestling. I don't care how much you think that today's wrestling is wonderful. That's great. I, I like today's wrestling as well. But give this old school wrestling a chance. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to get addicted to what goes on here. We got Idol coming out the winner. But the match was just like back and forth. And, and there, pile drivers everywhere. And the referee got a pile driver, at least one, Jerry Calhoun. And if you're into Memphis wrestling, that name is almost as familiar as the big-time wrestlers. Jerry Calhoun was a huge part of Memphis wrestling as a referee. And let's go into a little bit about how the match is. It's a cage match. And several minutes into the cage match, you know, quite a bit into the cage match, Tommy Rich comes out from under the ring and gets involved. This is after Calhoun has already been piledrive, and he's out of it. So Idol and Rich just pummel Lawler. I mean, they they uh, I mean they beat him up bad. Uh, they bring Calhoun over. You know, he's pretty much out of it from the piledriver. Uh, he looks up and as slow as the count has ever been, a three count. One, two, three. Idol wins. Lawler has to get his hair shaved. It, 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 really, folks, you got to go and check this out. It, it, it is fantastic. Austin Idol, the inner... National Heartthrob, and did I mess that up again? Universe, I don't know why I want to say international. The Universal Heartthrob. You, you take a look at him, and you may not even have ever heard of Austin Idol. I don't know if you have or if you haven't, but if you're just into to, to modern today wrestling, you've probably never heard of Austin Idol. Look him up. His uh, website is Austin Idol live.com austinidollive.com and and he looks like Hulk Hogan. I mean, he's got the the blonde hair, he he's got the muscles. Uh, I mean, he 
he's got the look. And do yourself a favor. Go to his website. The, the match is on his website. Go to YouTube, Lawler versus Idol, and, and just take a look at this. And, and yeah, have some fun with this because this is good stuff. The Wrestling News Blog Official Podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for listening. 